listening to K's for Kinky. We're your friendly neighborhood kinksters. And today we're going to be covering a very important topic. It is really heavy and very serious. And Very serious. I just want you all to be prepared because today we're going to be discussing whether or not <laughs> popular TV characters are kinky. And if so, what side of the slash they're on. Hello and welcome to the K's for Kinky podcast. This podcast discusses adult topics, so if you are offended by adult topics or are under the age of 18, please stop listening now. Also, while Miss Jen is a therapist, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not to be taken as personal therapy for you. She is not your therapist. And if she is your therapist, just remember that what she says only technically counts in your private sessions. Before this episode begins, we just want to give a disclaimer um, to let you know that we are deliberately playing around with the most basic and in some cases harmful stereotypes there are about identifiers like submissive, dominant, switch, etc. Um, this is for fun. It is not meant to be a serious discussion about these these roles. We have had and will have probably more conversations about roles and our um, presuppositions about them. But for today... We're going to go ahead and play around and have fun with these stereotypes as we literally just for shits and giggles cast these characters as S-types, C-types, or switches. Um, So please take it with a grain of salt in that respect. And we'll go ahead and follow this episode up next week um, with a talk about uh, the stereotypes for each of the identifiers. By the way, none of this is fact-checked. It's just our own opinions. Oh, this is 100% opinionated, and it's basically, like, up for the biggest debates of all time. And that's what you're going to be hearing on today's episode of K is for Kinky, Pop Culture, Kink Edition. Oh, my God. Somebody take the microphone away from me. Jesus. Let's go. So if you're still with us, um, it's because you have masochism in you on some level because you're going to be hurting when you hear us debate these pop culture characters and whether or not they're 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 into kink um obviously the answer is yes they all are everyone and now it's just a question of us deciding arbitrarily based on our own intuitions what side of the slash they might be on or if they're switches I also think it's fair for us to be guessing what type of kinks they might be into good lord you just keep adding stuff I think we should just go full hog (laughs) is that the phrase is it whole hog? Whole hog has alliteration. I don't, I don't know. We're going to whole hog this mother. Let's just move mother. past whatever it is you're trying to say. This mother fluffer. I think we should start with the characters from Friends. Hold on. Let's talk about the morality of this for a moment. Is this oh, moral? Is it right for us to tell these characters who and what they are? Well, let oh, me Lord. let me answer the question. They're characters. We're speaking to the characters, not the actors. We are not hypothesizing about real people we're talking about characters this is for fun if you're over there getting angry about this yeah we're not talking about jennifer aniston we're talking about rachel green i remembered the last name of the character i know you came in here with his last name so just everybody calm down this is this is purely purely for entertainment purposes. Um, and with that being said, let's let's dive right in. Okay, cool. So yeah. we're gonna go down the list of the main characters of Friends. Uh, let's start with Rachel since you. Oh, her up. I was gonna say let's start with Monica because I feel like she's easy, definitely submissive. <laughs> what? What are you? Monica cannot give up control. 
she, that's why it would be so erotic for her too. That's why she'd want to give up control. I feel like with her, like I can see that for a lot of other people, but I feel like with her, it would just carry over her entire life into. I think she. Into I think bedroom. she'd struggle to give up control, but I think it's something that she would really enjoy. Like I think that she's someone who needs to be. I think she might the, start the off saying, "Oh yeah, take control," and then like twenty minutes in, she's like, "All right, turn over." Wow. <laughs> I. <laughs> Um, let's go ahead and assume that Monica's kinks would all be surrounding like anal retentiveness and like cleaning. Like she'd be super into service. Definitely protocol service based submission. Yeah. yeah. Regardless of whether or not she's the S type or the D type, we can just assume that she's going to be having a lot of rules in her DS. Um, I mean, I also just assume like, I just make all the characters gay in my head. So like if you okay, were let's parent- not we're not gonna go into we are, we are gonna no, we're doing we too gonna much do- we're gonna spend 10 minutes on each character as we should this is our podcast do what we want <sighs> let's leave orientation out of it we know to you everyone is gay yeah basically <laughs> all the characters are all the characters are gay because i i can imagine what i want with figments of of reality they're not real so i can do what i want all right so we got monica down well we don't we don't agree but it's fine all right let's do rachel <laughs> Rachel's a submissive. You know it. Rachel has no control or ability to handle any aspect of her own life under no circumstances. Would she be able to handle aspects of anyone else's? Maybe she's a switch. I could, well, yeah, I was going to say, I think she could be a switch who enjoys topping. I don't know if she would want to be someone's dominant, but I could see her wanting to top. Oh, by the way, I didn't mean to suggest that submissives can't have control over their own lives, but I do mean to suggest that dominance should, and that in order to be a dominant, the barrier for injury should be being able to handle your own shit before you try to handle somebody else's. That's what I meant by that. Um, but being yeah, shit together. I don't All think right. Rachel's shit is together. Um, but I, yeah, she could. I could see her. I could actually see Rachel being into like kink play, but it, with no DS. I can see her being like, I'm down to top, I'm down to bottom, but at the end of the day, like. Nobody's in charge of me. I'm Rachel Green. And I'm not in charge of anyone else either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's Rachel. Um, Phoebe is totally a D-type. Yeah. Totally a D-type. I mean, there's literally a scene where she pinches both of their ears and millions of fan fictions were born. Many oh, of them Lord. went unwritten. Okay, it's not fair. I don't many, know any of the fan fictions. Many of them went unwritten <laughs> and half of them were written in my mind, but oh. it was <laughs> a very interesting scene. Phoebe's totally a D-type. Yeah, I agree. I mean, at the very least, she's a top. I can yeah, see. Yeah, when I say D type, top is under that category. So. I can see her letting somebody top her, but she'd still be in charge. Definitely would top from the bottom. Yeah. Oh, God, I love Phoebe. Can we just <laughs> talk about that for a second? Like, Phoebe's just. Okay, we went through the women's. Now let's hit the men's. Did you have to phrase it like that? Yep. Joey. <laughs> oh, God. Je- S type. I think Joey's an S type too. I mean, I think Joey would like position himself as if he isn't, but then once right. you get behind closed doors, he'd be like, like but he really, tries like to, to like puff out his chest with the whole Italian machismo stuff. But like, really, in the bedroom, he would get super excited from somebody like telling him what to do. I really think that's true. Oh, Joey, I love Joey. <laughs> He's so sweet. How Chandler. Oh, Chandler's totally an S type. Yeah, well, it works well for Monica. I mean, okay, you know what? <laughs> I think Chandler would not know what to do if Monica was, like, they were doing kink, like, if Monica wanted we were to be in charge. To, I thought we were going to say if 
they were kinky or not first. But I guess we're just assuming everyone is kinky and we're just putting them in yeah, categories. Yeah, obviously. Well, that's, okay. that's a more fun one. Um, but I think that I, I, we can, I guess we can, like, assume that somebody isn't kinky and be like, no, they're not. But, like, that's going to be a rare decision for us. I think Chandler would go along with just about anything. I think he'd be willing to try to be toppy, but it would be a, it would be a show. It would, it would just it be would a be silly. It would be silly topic. Yeah, Chandler would really struggle to be in control of pretty much anything. But It's also hard for him to, like, be serious. Yeah, he's Chandler. That's, yeah. And then we're left with Ross. Oh, you know what Ross would be? Ross would be a D-type, but he'd be one of those douchebag D-types who, like, really thinks highly of himself and thinks he's smarter <laughs> than everybody else. And he'd, like, have a really hard time understanding why people aren't going out with him. He'd be like, I don't get why what... Why people don't want to submit. <laughs> I'm such a genius and I'm so good. I don't get why people aren't going out with me. Like, that would be Ross. Yeah. He would definitely be a D type, and I he'd bet be he'd a be. I bet he'd be a good top too, to a certain degree, but he wouldn't know when he wasn't. Like he'd have good skills and then things that he wasn't as good at, but he'd think that he was great at all of them. And he wouldn't want like feedback, like constructive criticism. No, he'd like. Can you just see him, see him sitting there, like bulging his eyes out, like covering his lips with two fingers, being like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I'm I'm better than you. I know what I'm doing. I'm Ross. <laughs> And then smacks him on a joint. Yeah. And he definitely call his, like, dick, like, my brontosaurus. Oh, Lord. No, let's not. He would also require sex in all of his scenes. Oh, boy. It would be the only way that Ross could. Anyways. Um, are we going to include any of the tertiary characters? Sure. You seem to want to. You brought up tertiary. So you said the word. Do you want to talk about Gunther? Is that why? You oh, wanted... no. I wasn't even thinking about Gunther. I'm pretty sure we all know that Gunther. Gunther would be an S-type. Not only is Gunther an S-type, but Gunther <laughs> is, like, a hardcore, like, super into, like, Probably and very service oriented. Very service oriented. I think Gunther would definitely be into like wearing a gimp suit. I'm just being real. Gunther the gimp. <laughs> I think that he would thrive in like a very intense, totally DS only, like no sex, no romance relationship where he's just totally in service and this like goes into the headspace of being a slave. I think he'd be somebody who would be down to like do like a 24 hour scene i see you got there no the characters i was thinking about were ross and monica's parents <laughs> oh god what is wrong with you that's very tertiary okay well what do you think you crazy loon i, don't, I can't even i guess. think that they that that it would be a female-led relationship there I can't think about it long enough to not want to puke. I can't. <laughs> wow. I just, those two characters for me are, I can't think about them. Okay. I think Danny DeVito as the stripper about, though in that one episode, oh he would probably be a switch. I think he'd be down for anything. Yeah. He's what Danny about DeVito. Ross's ex-wife and her girlfriend? I love them. They're <laughs> amazing. I think the redhead would be the D-type. Yeah. She just has that vibe to her and she also like fucks with Ross and I can see her, but I can, you know, what, actually, you know what I really think? I think that those two women would probably switch with each other. I think they probably have power exchange, but they choose to also switch when they play or have sex because they, there's really a flow. And I think it's like not fair to say that, um, Ross's ex, I think it was Carol, but I'm not yeah, sure. I think so she has a sternness to her and they both just seem like I could, I could really imagine both of them doing that. I could imagine the redhead being very service oriented with someone she loves but very good at checking Ross. Like I, I could see them. I could see both of them. I see them as great. switchy with each other, but the girlfriend leaning a little more heavily into, into the D. D. Like maybe like she leads the relationship when they yeah. play or they're yeah something. Anyway, okay. Those oh, are all the so other characters I can them. think of. <laughs> they're also parents of a kid, so like they have to balance their DS and their kink with raising a kid. So like that would be a big big deal. So does Ross. 
I don't like to think of Ross as a parent because Ross That's is really disturbing. That's who the kid belongs to. He was, Ross is so sweet as the armadillo. Can we talk about that for a second? When he came out as like oh my God. the Hanukkah armadillo. I loved him. Okay. Let's move on to a different show. Also, sorry to shit oh. on Ross. I just want to say like Ross is everybody's <laughs> least favorite character, but Ross is also like a really important character in the show and he's, he's funny and he has a sweet side and whatever. But yes, he's a douchebag D type. Like, let's just be real. Yeah. Okay. What show do you want to do next? Shit's Creek. Everybody in the Rose family, except for the dad, is a D-type. <laughs> yes, it's true. I feel like... I mean, Moira. Alexis. Moira. <laughs> Just Moira. I don't, I'm not even commenting Moira, on anything about Moira. definitely a D-type. Um, the dad, definitely an S-type. Um, Alexis. Alexis. A little bit of Alexis uh, is definitely Alexis, in charge of everything I... she does. If she wasn't as type, she'd but be... But she's also princessy, so, like, I'm thinking kind of switchy, depending. I think she could... I guess that's true. I can imagine her switching. I would also imagine her to be a very bratty S type. Oh, for sure. Like, she's somebody that would hopefully consensually tell you, you have to beat me down. That's my wish. This is not going to be easy for you. you have to force my submission. I need a brat tamer. Like, I feel like she would just know <sighs> that about herself. Yeah. Um, David... I actually, honestly, like, just because of David's character, just being so awesome in general and being, like, pan and just being a badass, like, I kind of want to headcanon David actually as maybe, like, the ultimate switch. Yeah, I think of David as a switch as well. I just, I just think, yes. Oh, my God, David. And Stevie, I would see as a switch, but leaning as D-type. A D-heavy switch. Yeah. yeah. A top-heavy switch. Totally. Oh, and the veterinarian no? okay. is an S-type. Yes. Alexis definitely <laughs> found somebody who was like... And a pup player. Isn't that called... <laughs> it doesn't society... Oh, my God. He would be a pup player because he's so into puppies. He's so, <gasps> and he'd be so cute with little ears. Wow. I'm so glad. Now that's actually in my head canon. Like now I ship that. <laughs> and I, I see that. Um, wow. Patrick would be an S-type. Patrick's David, the one that ends up with David. No, like, I know who Patrick know. is. He would be an S-type. I could see him. I actually could see him. I could him see him as, switching. See him switching. But I can. I just feel like he would be such a sweet S-type. Like, can't you just see him, like, kneeling yeah. on the floor? He's so sweet. Wow. I am really starting to, like, fantasize about men kneeling on the floor. I don't know what's going on over here, but, like, things are <laughs> happening to me. It's not a sexuality change. It's just more, like, as a top, I don't discriminate based on gender necessarily. Like, I'm very careful about who I'm playing with right now. But, like, I think that's adorable for men to be in service. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking about all the characters right now. So I'm thinking about um, Don't say Roland. No, nope. Roland and his wife. Mm. Um, Roland is definitely the D type, and that's what bothers me the most about it. See, I see Roland oh, I can as see, I can see trying to be the D type. Oh, Roland! But then his wife, like, just putting him in his place, and him just like yeah, rolling that's over. True. I mean, it's definitely, like, a hot fantasy to imagine her just being toppy in general. Okay, you know what would be a really hot scene? Would be her somehow consensually dominating Moira. Because Moira gives her so much shit. Oh, God. You just want to see them turn the tables. Like, I would snap if I was her. I'd be like, Moira, fuck you. Get on your knees. (laughs) Like, I could see that. I mean, that is the fan fiction. That's the setup. But then I just see Moira walking away. (laughs) Moira would definitely... Uh, Moira would only do it under like very weird circumstances. Like I don't know how that would even go. What about um? I love Moira. I forgot his name. Can you talk about that wine commercial that Moira did for a second? <laughs> that was yeah. just like my favorite thing of all time. <laughs> God, I want to watch it right now. Okay, um, hold it together. Oh my God, what's his name? The beardy guy. Yeah, that she was into. 
like gruff or biff. Or... I know that's what's coming to my head too, but it's not right. Hold on, I gotta look it up. Oh God, the one that she was doing community service with. Yes, her bow. Um, I honestly with him too. Like, actually, this is kind of interesting. Now that I'm really processing Shit's Creek, I kind of perceive a lot of the characters to be potentially switchy. Like a lot of mutt. them. Mutt, yeah. <laughs> Buffer. I see Mutt as a D-type. I think mutt, Mutt's probably a D-type. If he wasn't a D-type, it, I feel like he would submit to very few people. And he'd be very, like, particular. I think Mutt would be a great S-type. But I'm, I'm wondering if I just am now perceiving, like, most of the male options to be S-types. And I don't know no, what that's I about I see me. him as, like, a strong, silent D-type. Yeah, like he knows no. where he lives his life. Like it's true. Mutt, his it's, lane, it's on Mutt's terms, it. or he walks off. Yeah. yeah. Um, Twyla in the cafe. Twyla's like a Luna Lovegood type of situation where, like, she's so kooky. You could literally imagine her doing anything, and it's all potentially valid. I don't see her as a D type. I I would say either switch or S type. I could easily see her being a D type because I feel like again Twyla's character like. Because sometimes you have to look at not what they present on the social surface level, but what they're not showing you or what they don't get to indulge in. Like, Twyla doesn't get to be in charge in most of her life. Um, the only thing that I would say that really strongly advocates against her potentially being a D-type is how she handles some of her breakups. Because then you see her interpersonally struggling. But honestly, I could see her stepping into herself as a D-type as the show goes on because she has to take a lot of shit and like it might be very nice for her to be able to just be in a situation where she can take control for once i could see her getting fucking high off of being in control for once with somebody you know so like yes i think like if we just look at her character traits being more you know literally subservient in the show like i guess it it, it, you could push her into that category but well it's not because of her job that i said that no no i know her personality traits and stuff but i i really think that she's one of those people who could invert she's just very she's very much a yes person like she kind of i don't see her holding boundaries very well i think she could turn in any direction and and totally succeed okay but definitely (laughs) mr rose is 100 a submissive johnny rose is definitely a submissive like that's not debatable between you and i we both are 100 percent there yeah yeah. And Moira is definitely in charge of that relationship dynamic. Yeah. I think Moira is also like a fin dom. See, I almost said Alexis. <laughs> Alexis would take right after Moira. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're both of them. Actually, even even David, I could see. Well, you know what? No. Because David is like the one out of all of them who like, yes, he's very like financially minded to a degree, but it's not so much about that for him. Like he really wants other things. He wants to earn his way. So I think David's yeah. a little different. All right, what's another show we should do? I mean, I know we're doing all the sitcoms, but I think it's just we would be failures at life if we didn't wow. talk about Will and Grace. We are currently, that is our coffee time show. Karen um, is a D-type. Okay. And if Karen isn't a D-type, she's still topping from the bottom. Karen see, is in control. I can see Karen as a total switch. Like, it would still be yes, could absolutely terms. be a D-type, but I could see her actually wanting to be just like completely out of control as well. That's... God, that's so sexy just imagining Karen being out of control. <laughs> I definitely have a thing for Karen. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I don't know how to react to Karen because both aspects of who I am, like both the bottom side of me and the top side of me, want to interact with Karen. <laughs> oh, boy. You just have to make sure that whoever is topping or bottoming her, that she is uh, sober enough to negotiate. <laughs> well, yeah, let's just uh, let that. That's a big issue with Karen. But I feel like. So, I mean, there is that episode where Karen literally was, um, did, was, did film like a porn as a dom. I've read a fan fiction that centers around that. And it's really interesting because 
like the person who wrote the fan fiction instead of just like you know doing it the old-fashioned way i've just been like what if it really happened they actually showed like the emotional like struggle in karen as she processed somebody that in her life knowing about that and like how that plays into how she sees herself. So it's kind of interesting. Karen's a really interesting character. If you add any humanity to Karen at all, she starts to get really interesting really fast. But yeah, I, I guess I could agree that she definitely could switch. But again, I really feel like it would all be about Karen. It'd be the Karen show, no matter what side of the slash she's on, you'd be there for Karen. Like the definition of pillow princess really is what we're looking at here with Karen as well. Like, no, I don't think she'd be a service oriented S type no, at all. <laughs> no, I think I, I honestly, if it'd there be, is power be change, in the bedroom, yeah, in the bedroom, or if there's power exchange, she'd probably insist upon having all of it. Um, Grace is totally an S-type. If she was topping, it would be performative, I feel. Yeah. Grace is another one of those characters where, like, I think the bare minimum point for entry as a D-type, not as a top, but as a D-type, is to have your shit together. And I can think of almost no character in any TV show I've ever watched who has less of her shit together than Grace Adler. That's not true. Grace Adler has She has her own together. business. Yeah, by virtue of the show giving it to her, like, can you really believe? It's a, well, it's, the show—it's unimaginable to me that <laughs> Grace can actually keep her business. The character didn't get together. it from the show. The character got it by building a design agency. Grace can't make a decision to save her life. She has hired she somebody to work for work. her who doesn't do any work for her. She gives money to Karen for no reason whatsoever. Oh, yeah, that's little... she won't fire Karen yeah. even though Karen does nothing. She lets Will make all her decisions for her. She can't even pick a partner. She's afraid of relationships. She's bossy. She's just all kinds of messed up. I actually strongly dislike Grace's character. Love the actress, and I love watching the character on the show. But Grace, to me, <laughs> as a person from a moral standpoint, the character is morally bankrupt and incapable of functioning. So, like, to me, one, Grace just shouldn't be doing DS or power exchange in general. So you could say the same about Will, then. I could say the same about Will. I find Will to be more redeemable than Grace because Will will still make decisions. But, like... Will and Grace's relationship is primarily defined by dysfunction. Yeah. Just straight up. Like, I mean, I, actually, all of the characters are pretty dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. I think Jack, weirdly, might be the most functional character out of the four, even though Except he's not he making... Except he doesn't have his shit together. He doesn't have his shit together. <laughs> he's not making money, but, like, Jack knows who he is, and he's very, like, outgoing and, like, good with people, and, like, anyways, I'm going off on a tangent about the show. I think Grace would probably do if, if she were in power exchange she would excel on the s side of the slash i think if she was paired with somebody who actually respected her and wanted to build her up and wanted to support her personal growth but who also was, was strong enough to be able to kind of like guide her and lead her she would do very well i think grace would literally become the worst version of herself if she was a d-type and she had power i also think she'd panic and have a meltdown yeah. um yeah. If she's just topping and bottoming, I could see Grace kind of doing both. It reminds me of that threesome episode. We are going to get it on. <laughs> like, I can see Grace being really aggressive one moment and then, like, hyperventilating the next. But, yeah. like, yeah. Um, Will definitely reads to me as a bottom, but he reads to me as a bottom who would have a really hard time surrendering control. Like, I could see Will just switching and operating most of his time as a D-type or as a top and then becoming more comfortable as he gets to know somebody and being able to trust them enough to bottom in the same way that I think that the best thing for grace would be to be able to sit in and grow as a submissive, like sit in submission and grow as a submissive. I think that will has the capacity to be in control of other people, but that very capacity is what destroys most of his relationships. I actually believe that I have similar qualities to will in that way. Like if allowed to, I will run a show 
And the problem with that is that I sometimes make the, the wrong decisions or I'm too anal about certain things or I'm too fixated on detail. My anxiety takes over and I make poor decisions. Um, I'm not saying I'm a poor leader, but I'm saying that like it, there's a reason I wanted to be an S-type and why I chose submission. I think Will would make a good submissive if he was willing to try. I think he'd struggle and I think that he could he could grow as a person. Okay, Rosario. Rosario is a D-type. Rosario is a D-type. I honestly, Rosario is like one second away from being Karen's D-type. Like it's, I, it's yeah. weird. Okay, the sexual tension between them is actually present in the show. I know it's unpleasant for Miss Jen because sometimes I'm like, that just seemed kind of sexual, and you're like, no, it doesn't. But like, it kind of does. You turn everything gay and sexual. Well, yeah, but like, it actually really <laughs> the subtext there is like pretty close. Um, but yeah, I would, I think Rosario deserves to be the D type of Karen because Rosario has put up with so much fucking shit. It would be great if Karen actually lost some of her power in that relationship because Rosario has to handle so much bullshit from Karen. It's way too much, way too fucking much. Okay. So the best friends that they always play game nights with. Wait, we haven't done Jack yet. I, I thought we did. No, we just mentioned that Jack is awesome and the least dysfunctional out of but four dysfunctional people. You said he's people. like. He knows who he is and everything. Yeah, but I didn't say what side of the slash he might be on. That's true. Okay, go. Jack is a fucking bottom who could top and switch, but who would choose to bottom because he fucking feels like it. Jack would choose to be an <laughs> S-type and probably not do the best at service-oriented stuff. But, like, I feel like Jack would be a really fun person as a bottom. Like, I think he, I think Jack might not do power exchange, but he would do playing and he would like to bottom. But I think that Jack would excel as a top. I think he just prefer bottoming. It just seems like Jack in general. Well, and I look at his relationship with Karen, like Who's he's very much. Well, and that not being like representative of what side of the slash I think he'd be on, no. but more of the like, like if I were to pair them, like I could see Jack calling Karen daddy and like take me shopping and for totally. ice cream and totally. like kind of being in almost like a middle headspace. That's so cute. I love that. <laughs> oh, it's kind of a hot pairing too. Jeez. God. I'm having a lot going on over here in my head right now. I'm not mature enough for this conversation. Okay. okay. The Actually, friends. The friends. Mature. The friends of them. The board game friends. I don't remember their names. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the, the wife is clearly the D type. Yeah, actually, I think we're noticing a pattern in sitcoms of these couples. There's always that couple they like to have in there where the the, the woman is running the show and they got the man is the submissive. This happens a lot to the point where it's like not even fun to call it out. Like what you mentioned with like Monica, Monica's parents, or Monica and Ross's parents. Like it's not even fun to guess at who's in charge of who because it's just an obvious power dynamic because it's it's supposed to be funny. It's like, oh, a woman in charge of a man. That's so funny. And Ooh. that's why it's on sitcoms all the time. But it's actually not funny. Let's it's do, like a legit relationship dynamic. But let's do let's do young Sheldon, but only the adults, obviously. Yeah. So like the mom and dad. <laughs> I don't even know. What a mess. <laughs> okay, I, I don't even jo okay, know. This like, is what I think. This is gonna break your heart when you hear this. Oh no. I think George and Mary, if they were kinky and if DS was a part of their life together, I think George would have been the D type. I think Mary would have been George oh, would be a soft dom. I think George would be like a soft daddy dom. And I think that what ended up happening, and this, this is why it breaks my heart. I think that Mary may have been kind of a wild card and like kind of a wild child, met George. They got they worked really well together as a team. But over time, their DS was eroded. So by the time we're watching the show, yes, he would be the D type, but their DS is no longer functioning. 
And like that's really sad. He's basically a D-type with no power. He's in a relationship where what he was supposed to be and what he wanted to be isn't happening. And Mary wants him to step up and be a D-type, but he's so tired. He's not performing what she needs him to perform. So you just see this couple falling apart. And that's honestly like the show is see, like, about the remnants of the power. Exchange. Yeah, the show is about the Aww. divorce. But like, I really do Aww. see that. And I see that Mary, too, like in the absence of her D-type or in the absence of, you know, George being who she needs him to be. I could see her seeking to become her own dominant. You know, how they always are like, you know, dominants are always like, I got to be my own dominant. I got to dominate myself before I don't. You dominate somebody else yeah that there's an s type saying that's similar of like i have to serve myself before i serve somebody else i see mary's character already taking evolving into that, that. Yeah. i'm serving myself so like it's really sad because you see both of these people who probably would do very well in ds together but they're not working together anymore they're working against each other and so neither one is happy okay uh, mima d type <laughs> i love me there's literally <laughs> no debate that mima is a d type for sure for sure. She's also like one of those classy older D type like like femdoms. She would like, have a fucking harem. She would. And she would have no <laughs> problem being like, I respect you, but you're gonna give me money. Period. You're gonna clean my house. That's how it's gonna be. You're gonna clean my fucking house. Yeah. She would just lay it down. But like she You'd also just have like, a Google of men. She might like come a off Google? at first. A yeah. goggle? A, a, that's a goggle. Geese. I yeah. don't know. A gaggle of men. A goggle of men. <laughs> a Google of men. I mean, Google's she does a date a bunch of Googlers. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what a Googler is, but that's what her boyfriends are all Googlers. I don't know. But she does get paired a lot with men who ultimately, whether they're alpha males or not, they end up bowing the knee to her. Like, it just seems to be like the general, like, you just can't be around me, Ma. God, she's so hot, too. I mean, she's one of those women who, like, I am Annie legit. annie has got a lover. I'm legit attracted to her right now. In 10 years, I will still be attracted to her. She is fucking hot. Okay. Ready? Everything. That's a, this is a comment okay. on the actress. I just think she's a beautiful woman. And All I right. love her her whole too. But the character is hot. Pastor Jeff, S-type. I can see <laughs> in my mind, as I'm oh, trying no. to figure out if that's true, <laughs> some very disturbing scenarios where he's the D-type. But it would be like, who's the daddy of your church? <laughs> who's... <laughs> He would do like hard and, he, and all of his stuff would be role play within the church. It'd be like very taboo religious fantasies. Like that would just be how it would be for him. He and he'd always play, need to I repent after be, every scene. Like he'd yeah, go and he like confess. He would be the S type though in my opinion. I mean, I think it's, yes. I think it's really hard to argue that Pastor Dan would be anything other than an S type. But I also can see him trying to be the D type because he feels he should have to be. Also, Dr. Pastor Sturgis. Dan does feel, he does feel very closeted. Like I know that they're not playing his character as gay. And I'm not saying he has to be gay, yeah. but I'm saying like he has that closeted vibe to okay. him. Dr. Sturgis. Dr. Sturgis. I know. I love him. He's, he's obviously so an S-type. Yeah. But totally. I mean, yeah, he's an S-type. I think I think Dr. Sturgis would try if he had a partner who really wanted him to dominate them. I think he would be like, I will try that for you. And I think he'd make his best attempt. But I don't think that it would be natural for him. I think... Even in that, he would be serving. I kind of love Dr. Sturgis. You ready for your favorite character? I'm worried. What? The president of the university. God, she's so fucking hot. <laughs> oh my God, her voice. Her voice is the sexiest voice. Obviously, she's a D-type. But if she were to bottom, it would be in total secrecy. She would never let anyone know that she gives up control. It would yeah. be like this secret shame for her because she'd be so paranoid that anyone would ever know. And I feel like she would just do it for catharsis. Like She would see a pro-dom if she was going to bottom. Yeah. And she would not want a relationship. She'd just want to be able to have catharsis. God, I love her. She's so hot. Dr. Linkletter. No, what? 
That old man is a sexy old man. <laughs> Dr. Oh, Linklater. Um, he's also, I would definitely say he's an S-type. Honestly, all of the men they pair to go after Meemaw, like all of the men who I don't want see him Meemaw, as an S-type. The one that, like the old guy with the glasses, he's always like, Sheldon, get out of my office. Yeah. I definitely see him as an S-type. He's obsessed with, with, with I call, keep calling her Meemaw. She has a name on the show. What's the character's name again? Meemaw. It's not just Meemaw. It's not just Meemaw. We're talking about Jesus. I can't remember. It makes me sound even creepier that I'm into Meemaw. Like, I need us to have a different name for her, please. Is it like Patty? Like, what's her name? Oh, I can't remember. Look, you, the phone is open. They call her Meemaw on the cast list. God it's damn. Meemaw. Hot grandma. Gilf. Oh, God. She really is, though. <laughs> I don't even feel bad about it. Like older women are hot. Uh, okay. Some well, I think Linkletter. Why would I you think see he's not a? At the very least, I would say switch. I just don't think. Honestly, I can't even see. Depending him on who he's with, I would say he could be switching. He would, no matter what he's doing, if he's being mm. spanked or doing the spanking, that man would have like one smack in him before he'd fall asleep. Well, okay. he's so <laughs> feeble. Oh like I just don't think. I don't think he could survive sex. Like, I just don't think he could survive play or sex. Oh, what about the neighbor? Oh, I like her. She's a really cool character. I think she... Brenda. 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 I think Brenda's really interesting because I think Brenda's probably a switch or a D-type. Yeah. Um, What's interesting is if we go with our headcanon that George is a daddy dom, him wanting to be paired with her is very unusual because... Two D-types can be together. They can be, Yeah. I think that might be the appeal for both of them is that they kind of butt heads and they're both really strong. Well, and if he's like a softer dom, then that could be enough for her to lean into her dominance with him. Because if he is like either a daddy dom or like more of a pleasure dom, then that might feel enough. Oh, by the way, in case it's not obvious that we're deliberately leaning into stereotypes to play this game, we are. We're not having like a complex conversation about (laughs) like these things. This is completely like just silly. This is like a shit post. Like that's like legit (laughs) what this is right now. Okay. I just want to be clear. But yeah. Did we do Dale yet? Mima's boyfriend? Dale, no. Dale, well, again, like I don't think Dale is normally. better known to me as coach, but that's from a different I don't think Dale is normally a submissive, but I think he has no choice when he's with Mima. Like Mima is the conqueror of all. Like she, you're if you're you with her, you're her Mima a, a a dom tamer. Yeah, I am. I am calling her a dom tamer. I think that no matter who you are, when you cross paths with Mima, it's her way, or you just are gonna get run over. Like it's just the way it's gonna be. Oh, oh Coach Wilkins, the his friend that is the other coach. I love Coach Wilkins. Totally oh, an S type though. A totally an S type. Yeah, and romantic. Actually, you know what? Coach Wilkins probably wouldn't be into DS, but he'd be into like pleasuring his hey, partner. For this show, we're assuming for this episode, okay, we're well, assuming yes. everyone's into some kind of power. Exchange. Okay, well, then, yeah, then, yeah, or kink or something. I, I would put him as a as a very sensual service submissive. <clears throat> like he'll clean your house, he'll rub your feet, he'll make you dinner, then he'll make love to you all night long. Is there anybody else on that show? No one that I think we can talk about because yeah. everyone else is underage. So. I mean, their characters are. Georgie is still 17 on the show, but also I just cannot think of Georgie as anything other than a child. Even if his character was 18, I don't think I could handle talking about that. Like, yeah, we're not going to talk about anyone who represents a minor. I really was genuinely interested in um, doing some Disney characters. Problem with Disney characters is that a lot of the characters (laughs) are underage, but like not. I don't know. There's just a lot. So we're going to go ahead and, like, for the purposes of this conversation, unless a character is, like, an actual child child, we're going to go ahead and assume they're all aged up. So everybody is at least 20 in these descriptions. As these are cartoon characters, 
we're going to go ahead and deal with it that way because we're not imagining children over here or teenagers. And I don't know why the hell Disney made a romance where like Ariel is like 14 or 16 or some shit like that. Like she's 20 done. She's 20. All right. Ready? Yeah. Captain Hook bottom. Captain Hook is definitely a bottom and Tinkerbell <laughs> is the top. <laughs> okay. Uh, you mentioned Ariel. Ariel at age 20. Right. Not as a teenager. Um, I, Ooh, you know, Ooh, that's a really confusing one. I don't, Switch. I don't know. I don't, I don't know because like the way Disney characters or Disney princesses in particular are often portrayed, especially the older ones. They're always like, Oh, I, I just can't do anything for myself. I can't even speak for the entire movie because my voice. Well, is that's why I'm away. thinking that she would be an S type to like her, her husband, but like more of a top to other people it's hard to see with ariel because she's so like she's just you know what i'm having a hard time even imagining her at 20 because her character is like so infantilized i think if she yeah i guess she'd i think i think she'd be into trying kink out i think she'd be down to try it out i don't think it would be her idea and i think that she'd be down to do either but i think she'd most likely end up as, as the s type or as the bottom what about um king triton king triton <sighs> Oh God! I mean, he's supposed to represent Poseidon. Keep in mind, if he's a, if we think of him as Poseidon, totally a D type. Um, if we think of him as the character that actually got communicated in the movie, I think like he could be more of an S type, but he's not able to act that way in public. I think he has to be like a, an authority figure. I would so call him a soft dom. He's basically just Santa with fins. <laughs> Let's be real, Ursula. Oh, Ursula. <laughs> I like Ursula too. Sorry, I'm just putting that out there. Um, Ursula is awesome. Yeah, definitely D type. And uh, Flotsam and Jetsam are her submissives. (laughs) Yeah, they're her service. Her service. Service subs. Snow White. That one's really hard for me to imagine at 20. Snow White's story oh. is so creepy. I don't know um, how old any of these people are. All So all of the princesses in particular are typically underage. And that's why, like, when we're having this conversation, I'm just going to have and age them up because Disney should, never should have done that in the first place. But they're also, like, Snow White, like, the original fairy tale, she's, like, six or seven or eight or something like that when this all, this, all this happens. What? I'm not joking. Like, some of the fairy tales that these are based off of, they were actual children. Okay, let's just skip her. Yeah, um, let's fucking skip Snow White because that's still... She's basically just Betty Boop too. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear is a D type for sure. But a douchey one. Not only is he a douchey one, but like yeah, he's just He's a peacocking D type. Yeah. And his toys break when he uses them on you. And he blames you for it. For real. Like he didn't joke. use it right. Yeah, but he's like, you broke it. <laughs> Woody okay. is also a D type. He's just, the, and he and Buzz are always competing. They're like these, like, two, like, boneheaded D types who are just, like, trying to get all of the oh, newbies. No. And, like, neither, and, and what do you know? What he has, like, the thing, like, his little string pull cord. Like, he has the same pickup lines for every person that he comes into contact <laughs> with. He can't, he can't do better. Like he's trying, though. He's trying. Uh, is Jess the name of the. Bo Peep? No. The oh, cowgirl. Jesse? Jesse. Jesse's probably. I'd say D-type. I think she's a D-type, but, like, a good D-type, I would assume, yeah. from Jesse. Like, I think that she'd be, like, so tired of hanging out with Buzz and Woody. She'd be like, oh, my God, y'all are making me embarrassed to be a D-type. The T-Rex would definitely be... He would definitely a, be an S-type. S-type. Yeah. He. Oh, my God, he'd totally be a rope bunny, too. But it'd be hard with his little arms. Because, like, how could he tie those back? <laughs> he would... He, his little harness. Like, he'd be so cute. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um. <laughs> now I want the one genie. of... The genie. Wow, that's hard. The genie? 
from Aladdin. Um, I'm also unable to not imagine Robin Williams right now, and that's I hard know. for me imagining this. Um, don't get sad. I mean, yes, but also like Robin Williams wouldn't want us to be sad when we remember him. He wants to be happy because of all the joy he brought. I know. Talking about the genie. Um, the genie. I feel actually like this is a really complicated thing to discuss because the genie is actually enslaved for most of the movie. That's what his cuffs are for. They're not submissive yeah. cuffs like he wants to be wearing them. Um, I think that he would honestly want nothing to do with power dynamics after his experience. But I think that if he was going to play, I think that he'd probably be a very creative top. I think he'd enjoy topping and he'd be like the most creative top of all time. I think he'd love I role think he'd play. he'd be a switch. He'd love role play no matter what side of the slash he was on. I, I think he'd like be a he switch does. in a play manner. Yeah. Like not actual power exchange in a relationship or a dynamic like that. But like in play, he'd <clears throat> possibly be a switch. What was the guy's name? The evil guy in Aladdin? Jafar. Jafar is such an S-type. Are you kidding me right now? Like Jafar thinks he's not an S-type, but he is an S-type. Like you put Jafar next to any powerful female character at all or any powerful, super powerful like male figure. And you can totally see Jafar just going, I fold. Let's go. Let's do this thing. Like he'd be like, yeah, let's go. I, I don't want a power struggle. I'm gonna he's be a bottom. brat though. Oh, Jafar. He's a brat. Like he would try to like puff out and like bring it. And then, but then he would crumble. How often do you think he just sits there and like plays with his beard and tries to figure out how to make it curlier? <laughs> how long does he spend in front of the mirror each day with that beard? <sighs> oh, oh, uh, Bob, uh, The Incredibles, the dad. Oh my God. I mean, are you kidding me right now with that wife? Like, those are basically like two powerful people, but I feel like he. I think he'd be an S type in the bedroom. I think he'd be an S type in the bedroom. For sure. Edna D-type. Edna Mo. Yeah, Edna's D-type. Also, that's really disturbing to imagine. She's so short. She's like literally like one foot tall. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> that's why she's a D-type. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't even know you were looking at her S-types because she designed them as like tables and like they'd be like out in the plain sight, but like they'd be literally camouflaged. She would camouflage people into her home and then suddenly you have one of them stand up to like get you something. Like, it'd be like a magician's <laughs> situation. <laughs> With all her special, like... Yeah. By the way, speaking of The Incredibles, the mom is totally just Jessie from Toy Story, but, like, as a human grown-up. Like, oh. do you totally get that vibe? Okay. They're basically I the same character. That. Yeah. Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Oof. Mike is probably... Well, so, was Mike actually played by Danny DeVito, or does he just remind me of Danny DeVito? What? Mike Wazowski has Danny DeVito vibes. <laughs> um. Anyways, Mike Wazowski is probably an S-type. At least in the bedroom, he bottoms. By the way, we're conflating S-type and bottoms and D-types and tops a lot. But like, just just an aside that like you don't have to. You, if you if you top, you don't have to be a D-type. If you bottom, you have to be a, an S-type. I just I want to put that out there, even though I feel like if you've been listening to the podcast, you already know how we feel about these things, and we're playing. He's voiced by Billy Crystal. Thanks for looking that up. I was really worried. Like, which I remember now. I, I haven't seen those movies in so long, but you probably don't even know who Billy Crystal is. He's the guy who played Mike Wazowski. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's all you know. We wanted to go ahead and shout out our amazing team. Uh, we have three people who help us with our podcast. Um, Tussled does all of the notes afterwards, which are hilarious. We call them Tussled's Cheeky Notes. You can find those on Instagram or on the Discord, which please join our Discord if you haven't already. It's such a blast there. Um, Lena helps to manage and run and moderate our Discord. She's a wonderful human being. She's been supporting us pretty much from the beginning, back when we were just a YouTube channel. Um, if you haven't talked to Lena, haven't met Lena yet, you can do so by 
joining the Discord server. It's all coming back to the Discord ser- server, folks. And on par with that promise, Sid, the third and final member of our team, built our Discord server. Um, he is our tech guy. We go to him. Um, he's just been so helpful, and he's also helping us with our website. So thank you so much to Tussled, Lena, and Sid. Y'all are the best team we could ask for. We couldn't do it without you. Go team. Let's look at more modern anyway, movies okay. and not ones from like <laughs> the modern? 1900s. 18, what? The 1900s. <laughs> oh. They're literally, some of these are literally from the 1900s. I can say that now. I'm also from the 1900s, so that's, you know. Well, I'm also trying to pick ones that are like, that could be like aged up. Like Rapunzel is a really fun one to discuss. Um, I think they actually did age Rapunzel up a lot more in, in that movie because by that time it was modern times. People were like, hey, can you stop talking about sex, sex, sexualized children? That would be great, Disney. And they'd be like, I guess we can stop, but we're still going to do Jewish caricatures. Um, that's Disney. Um, Mother Gothel is such a D-type. Um, it's ridiculous. Like, she's the mom of Rapunzel, but yeah. not really. But, like, she's definitely yeah. a D-type. She's also a criminal. So well, we'll just leave that um, out. She's a criminal D-type. She's an evil mastermind. Um, Flynn Rider is... So cute. He's so cute. I think Flynn Rider <laughs> is a switch. I could see him being a D-type or could, a yeah, type Yeah, I could see that. Rapunzel, I think, is... Okay, I think the default... The, the, yeah, a switch. Because the Rapunzel default... Rapunzel and Flynn switch with each other. I think that's true. Also, her hair would be really good for role play. <laughs> um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Elsa. Hmm. There's D-type. a lot of fan fiction out there for Elsa and Anna. It's really They're confusing. sisters. That's why it's so confusing. People, like, don't know what to do because they want to ship them. But they're like, well, if I ship them, then I <sighs> have to imagine incest with these imaginary characters... Does that make me an incest person? I can't be that, so I'm going to change that they're sisters. In this fanfiction, they're not sisters. Like, that happens a lot. Then there's other people who are, like, super into the incest. And then there are other people who just, like, it, it's just, it's a whole mess on there. I think that Elsa is a submissive. If you look at her character and what she experiences, I think that Elsa would be an amazing S-type. I think, I think I could see her switching. I could see her topping. But honestly... I prefer to headcanon her as an S-type because I think that she would thrive as an S-type. A lot of the times when I put a person as an S-type, it's not because of like perceived like inability to be a D-type. It's because they would struggle, I think, to bear the burden of being a D-type or it would not be something that would be beneficial for them as a person. I think that it would benefit her to be an S-type. And I think Anna would similarly benefit as a D-type. I think she would do better in charge. Now, they're both like kind of make some foolish decisions in the movie. So it's kind of like, um, what do you think about those two characters? I don't know. I haven't really, s- I think I've only seen the movie once. I mean, Elsa comes off as a D type in the movie. And like what I'm saying is a little bit off the wall, but like, but I could see it though. Like, yeah, she's had to carry a, a lot of burden and it might be nice to be able to set that down sometimes. Yeah. I think Anna similarly is always shunted to the side and always feels helpless. And like, it might be really empowering for her to step into a D type role. Quick, rapid fire, Thor. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, I just had the image of, like... Thor's a power bottom. <laughs> Moving on. Hawkeye. Power definitely a, definitely an S-type. Black Widow. D-type. Maria Hill. She's definitely a D-type. Just who trust me. Who is that? Maria Hill is the one that, like... This is my I-don't-know-who-that-is face. Okay, well, Maria Hill is a D-type. Just trust me. What does um, she play? Is that the character's name? Robin from the, the How I Met Your Mother plays her. <clears throat> okay. Scarlet Witch. I don't know who that is either. <laughs> She's one of the Olsen... She's, like, not one of the twins. She's the Olsen sister. Elizabeth Olsen plays her. 
That doesn't do anything. The for Scarlet her. Like, Witch, like she's like got. She have has, I like, seen a movie with her? I'm with sure that character? you have. She's got all the red powers, and I thought you were into superheroes. That's why I picked this topic. I watched the Arrowverse on WB. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot even with you right now. Oh, and this and and Shield. <laughs> Maria Hill should have been on Shield. Uh, maybe Iron Man. Oh, he's a switch. hard one. He's a switch. The Hulk. Switch depending on what form he's in. <laughs> Yeah, as as the big form, he's probably as the Hulk. He's a D type. He's he's a destructive D type. As 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 Bruce Banner, very heavy player. Yeah, as Bruce, as Bruce Banner, he's an S type. He's a submissive. Yeah. Um, Spider Man. Oh, now we're just going with okay. Spider Man's in the Marvel uh, universe. What are? How are you this unaware of what's happening? I always confuse who's in which universe. Um, Spider Man S type. Totally. Um, Captain Superman. America. Captain oh. America. Superman is from DC. <laughs> Get your shit together. <laughs> Spider-Man wasn't DC or Marvel. That's I why they were know. able to buy it. Okay. Or something happened like that. I don't know. Okay, anyways, Captain America. Captain America. Switch. Definitely a switch. Or honestly, a bottom. Um, Thanos. <laughs> He's the one who kills everything. I know who Thanos is. Uh, I want to say D-type from a place of... Some kind of weird insecurity or something. <laughs> Keep okay. in mind that you're talking to somebody, by the way, just for you listening, if you're like majorly into these characters and backstories, I don't know backstories of anybody. Okay, so my one of my most favorite characters and also my favorite deity, one of my most favorite deities, Loki. Loki. Who is, is Loki a D type or an S type or a switch? Total switch. Loki is a total fucking switch. Loki is pure chaos. Yeah. Whatever you're doing with Loki, whether you're topping Loki or bottoming for Loki, just be prepared to be, your mind will be fucked and just be prepared. Like, it's going to be insane. Like, every role play possibility will be on the table. Edge play will be on the table. Like, Loki is going to be Switching mid-scene will be on the table. Everything will be on the table. And yeah. also, I strongly suspect Loki is a primal player. In the actual, like, lore, Loki can literally turn into an animal. So, Loki is definitely into animal play. Definitely into, like... And role play. Honestly, yeah. I think Loki is into every kink. <laughs> Like, you name it, Loki is into it. Loki is down to try it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good one to end on. So this was our shit post um, podcast. Hopefully it was entertaining. We wanted to start I off hope March. you played along, Kinklings. I yeah. hope you played along. We wanted to start off March with this really funny episode because we do a lot of serious, heavier topics. Um, as I said, this is not to be taken super seriously. Um, or like, Don't start writing us angry letters. No, we deliberately leaned into stereotypes and we're definitely taking this pretty lightheartedly. But we'd love to hear your feedback if you strongly disagree with one of our sortings or what we said here. And if you liked this type of podcast um, topic, let us know because I'm sure we can shitpost some more. Am I using the word shitpost right, by the way? I don't know. Maybe I should stop well, using it. Well, we're not posting. We're talking. Shit pods. Shit. <laughs> shit talk. This is disgusting. I have to cut this out. I can't talk about shit, literal shit, on the podcast. Using the word shitty and talking about shit oh, literal is, okay. those are two different. This is a silly, silly episode. Let's just stick with that. If you want more silly content from us, <laughs> let us know. In reality, we can imagine all these characters doing whatever we want. That's the beauty of characters. Characters are not people. They are literally designed for us to put our hopes, our desires, our fantasies, and even our, our fears onto them. Um, so I invite you to do that today with any character you watch in a TV show. 
in your mind, the TV show can be so much better. Trust me, every TV show I watch, it's so much better in my mind. <laughs> and tell us about it. like, But not in graphic detail. No, no, no. I mean, know. just like tell us like this character equals D-type in my opinion or whatever. Yeah. Like that would be fun to get, see if you want to get pissed off that she said the Hulk like as like the Hulk monster shape is a D-type. Maybe you're like, no, even the Hulk is an S-type. I can tame him. Like I want to hear this. Yeah, well, I mean, technically he's tamed by himself. The love he's self collared person that he lo- no he's the chick the the, the... Natasha Romanoff yeah. the Black Widow, right? I need you to remember the names of these characters. I don't remember any of these. These are like famous characters. <laughs> anyway, okay, she doesn't tame them. Also, that's like a very like divisive <clears throat> topic in the community of Marvel fans that like they even cast them together. Like they make them. Okay, well, we'll move them. on from that. We don't want any controversy. Um... I think this whole episode is inviting controversy. <laughs> Who like you really pissed me off when you said this? You 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 you. Anywho's, guess what? What? If you, I was talking to the Kinklings. I'm talking back. I'm being their voice. Okay. They can't. If have a you voice yet. comment on our Instagram posts, you might get an actual recording response back. Can I ask you to pause longer between your words? It'll make it so much easier in editing if you pause even longer when I have to cut that out. It'd be great. This is a really long pause between words. Some fear. <laughs> Some real fear. It's good that you're out of reach right now. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Jen, come back. Put the put the microphone back on your face. Come back here and do so quickly with less pauses. Miss <laughs> Jen, Miss Jen, no, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. I love you. Wrap the episode. I don't want to wrap it. I'm not good at wrapping. I'm not good at wrapping. So take it from me. The Kinkster with the sphincter. God. Okay, never mind. Oh, Lord. Uh, my point was is that we do try to respond to Instagram comments by sending a voice message. Uh, so that's fun. And uh, we enjoy interacting with all y'all. So I hope you've enjoyed this our lovely precious kinklings and uh until next time stay kinky